Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Alex Hogg. And you're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, uh, we have kind of a looser episode today. We're going to hit on a couple of topics, talk about a few things uh, that are just fun and exciting in the diesel performance community. But right at the top of the show, we'd like to give a thank you to our sponsors. So a big shout out to Worley Custom Fabrication. That's where we go for all of our custom fabricated parts. And of course, Worley Custom Powder Coating because they do a phenomenal job and you can rely on them to have a part that's going to fit and powder coating that's going to look phenomenal. Also, uh, we love working with Exergy Performance. Exergy Performance does all of our common rail uh, fuel system components, so whether it's injectors or it's accessories to go with the injectors or it's pumps, uh, high-pressure pumps, we go to Exergy because we know we're going to get the absolute best in the industry every single time, and that's why we love working with them. XDP, your one-stop shop for diesel performance. I've been working with XDP for a long time. I've been buying stuff and selling stuff with XDP for a long time. I love working with those guys. You know you're going to get an expert when you call on the phone. They have the longest hours in the industry. They have the widest catalog in the industry. It's a really, really hard to get around being impressed uh, by what XDP has created over there. And then, of course, uh, where Alex and I work every single day. The best place to be. That's right. Calibrated power home of DuramaxTuner.com. Uh, if you need tuning, if you need turbos, if you need Allison transmission builds, if you need boost testers, this is the premier spot. And it's the premier spot because guys like Alex and myself work here and we give a fuck. That, that, that's really what it comes down to. I don't know if, I don't know if Nick... Uh, would love me using I give a fuck in, in the, the ad copy, but hey, this is the only place I get to do it, so he'll have to deal with it. Got to ask for forgiveness somehow. That's it. Ra- but rather ask for forgiveness than permission. Words my wife loves to hear. Um, okay, for today, number one, uh, there's some new turbos coming down the pipeline over at Duramax Tuner, some new stealth turbos that are about to drop. I'm going to give our listeners the early insight on what's going on. Number one, uh, 19 to 23 Cummins 67 STR. There's a stealth in the works. The first one's been built. There's only a handful of parts on hand. They just finished all the R&D for it. I officially believe the product page will be live today. It will be marked out of stock. So you won't be able to purchase one of these right away. We want to be able to get some inventory in now that all of the testing and, and development is done. We want to get some inventory in. We want to build some of these. If you're interested and you're a podcast listener, you can email Chris Emke. I know Chris is usually on the show with me. He wasn't available. Alex is filling in and doing a great job. Yeah, we're just doing what we can over here to help Chris out. Um, again, like Paul said, this new release it's going to be big. You guys are going to love it. Um, what we've currently seen, a lot of our STR turbos, they're really making a splash in the scene right now because you, as the listener, there's two types of you. The guys who want your big, high horsepower builds and then the everyday drivers. And what those STRs are going to do is give you that performance. That's right. Yeah. So upgraded compressor wheel, upgraded internal components, highest levels of reliability, quickest spool up possible. It's just that it's that step above stock where you're not quite into a performance turbocharger like a 64, uh, but you're into something that's going to perform better than stock. So if you're a guy who, when something fails, you always replace it with that one step above the STR is the right turbo for you. So shoot Chris Emke an email. That's C-E-H-M-K-E at DuramaxTuner.com. I'm going to say that one more time. C-E-H-M-K-E at DuramaxTuner.com. That's Chris Emke's email. Uh, or give him a call, 815-568-7920, extension 2121. I hate that I know his extension, Alex. You've just worked with him for that long. It's been too many years, and I know Chris is going to listen to this and just absolutely love it uh, hearing that, but God damn, just 
yeah, like nine years or some some nonsense like that. Anyways, uh, this is a really cool turbo. So so what I love about it is, as with all of our stealth turbos, it's a direct drop in. So you don't have to have some custom pedestal or different piping or a new intake. You pull the stock one out, you put this one in. Uh, it looks stock, so it looks just like a factory one. So if you're somebody who is sled pulling or doing something like that, no problem. What's really, really nice is this is the turbo that was used to establish reasonable basis testing. So that that's the EPA federal emissions testing that has to be done on all new product. We're also doing it on all of the old product. But for right now, this was the one that we used. We used this 19 to 23. I believe we ran it on a 22 Cummins. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did all of the testing with a brand new truck. We took we test the stock truck with all of the emissions test. And when I say we, I don't actually mean me and Alex. No, absolutely it not. It was a it was a private company called PTL Performance Test Lab. So Performance Test Lab takes the turbo, they test the stock truck. They get all of the baselines for what emissions it outputs. It matches what it's supposed to. Cool check mark. Then they pull the stock turbo off. They put this new turbo on, and then they run all this emissions testing again. Alex, have you ever seen what the emissions testing looks like? Uh, not personally, but doing some of the paperwork for that, it's a very lengthy process. Yeah, it is It is a pain in the ass on the paperwork. The amount of detail that you have to provide about your turbo and the measurements of the turbo is all-encompassing. We'll just put it that way. The cool thing about this test, uh, Justin Tyson, our producer, and I actually saw them run a version of this test in the old Diesel Power Challenge. Oh, really? Yeah, this is what they used for the street portion of the test. There was a time where at Diesel Power Challenge, one of the events back in the day was driving through the mountains uh, in Colorado, which is super, super cool. Well, the EPA kind of came out and said, hey, you have a bunch of deleted trucks that you're you're profiting by putting in this magazine, and you're putting them out on the road, so you're 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 not helping the emissions situation. Uh, so Diesel Power Magazine got their heads together. The boys over at ATS uh, used their dyno, and what they were doing for the last few years of that event was they essentially were running you through an emissions test. There's a guide uh, that tells you a visual graph on the screen. Uh, you have to keep your truck within a certain RPM and speed range. I think it's a speed range, if I remember correctly. And they want you to drive through all these different simulated scenarios on the dyno. So they vary the load to simulate going uphill. They vary the load. They keep you down at low speeds, high speeds. They want to see a lot of, God, Nick would love this term, transitional throttle response. Um, so they want to see you on and off the throttle pedal. Your truck makes a lot more harmful emissions emits a lot more harmful emissions at low speeds and at low or high throttle input low speed so in other words if you're cruising at 20 and you stomp on it that's going to be the worst spot that's going to be the highest amount of harmful emissions that your truck is going to output when you're actually running full tilt and and you're getting max boost like if you're maxing out your boost that's usually when the truck is running the cleanest. So there's not really emissions testing for peak power. They like if you're running, you, you know, 600 horsepower peak, it's not a lot of concern about that. The concern is what's it going to be like when you're driving around town, going to the gas station, running errands, stopping at Walmart, stopping here, stopping there, stopping here, stopping there. That's what's going to put out the highest emissions. So emissions testing is mostly around that low speed driving. Uh, with this test being done, and actually I believe it was on a 64 model, if I if I remember correctly. I don't think they tested the STR. I, I know they tested the 64. Um, so they tested the 64. Well, as long as you have turbos that 
fit the same engine, fit the same truck, even though it stretches across a wide year range, such as the 6.7 that's been out since 2007 and a half, you can actually have, as long as you can prove, hey, look, here's all of the theories, here's all of the design, here's all of the cuts we put into this one for the 22, but guess what? Outside of a different cable, it's the exact same physical components all the way back to 2007 and a half. That's really, I don't know how many people know that, that if you have a HE... 351 VE or an HE 300 VG, those are different turbo names. Um, the biggest difference, I won't say the only difference, but the biggest difference is the car cabling and harness. And the actuator. The actuator is different, absolutely. Um, so so that's that's your big kind of change there. So, so this means that now all of our STRs for the 6.7, they've also met emission standard testing. All of our 64s have as well. Uh, we kind of sat around as a team uh, and talked about, hey, what does this mean? Once we've met these emission standards, once we have this reasonable basis testing documented, what? how do we let people know? Um, so, Alex, why don't you reveal what's the new name for our 64 chargers? So the new name for our 64 chargers is going to be the Stealth Series Mach 1, followed up with the 67s, which are going to be the Mach 2 series. I love this. So it's the same charger it's been. Now, once we meet emission standards, we'll take the 64s and we'll name them a Mach 1, and we'll take the 67 G2s, we'll name them a Mach 2. So on the Cummins, we only have a 64. If you have a 6.7 liter Cummins, don't worry, you haven't been missing it. We have not built a 67 G2 or Mach 2 version yet, uh, but we do have the Mach 1 for the 64s. Now, the STR, this this name is an abbreviation uh, that, that some brainchild here at the company came up with. Probably the smartest person anybody's ever met. At least one of them. Uh, and they STR, stock turbo replacement, because it should replace stock turbos. It blew my mind the first time I heard it, to be honest with you. I love it. I'm not going to say it's so fucking good that people have actually tried to imitate it out in the marketplace. Maybe some like really unoriginal, you know, lowbrow... Like wannabes have actually imitated it with their product names, but but I will say uh, that I it was me. I'm the, I'm the one who who was so simple that I I just named the stock turbo replacement an STR. Yes, uh, I'm not that creative. Let's just be honest. We, we we've been told that before here at least <laughs> once or twice. Uh, so anyway, so so the STR is still going to be the STR. Uh, we have some information out there. I also just launched a landing page. So if anybody was like a total nerd, you could actually go out there and download the documentation. You can see the test reports. You, we have the test summaries available for the public to see. So that way there's no question. What we like here is total transparency. So if we're going to talk about it, we want to be about it, right? So, mm -hmm. so all of that's available for you guys. You can buy those turbos today. The 19 to 23, if you email Chris Emke, uh, if you're looking for one of those brand new ones, I think we're going to roll out the STR first. Uh, if you're looking for one of those, you got a brand new truck and you're looking for the turbo upgrade, email Chris. He'll let you know a more accurate timeline uh, and get you pricing details and things like that. I don't currently have any of that published. We're going to take those on a case-by-case -case basis uh, until we've built up a good stock and, and our shelves are full. And then once I know the shelves are full, then we can just roll with it. Yeah, right. that's the plan anyways. No problem. Uh, with this, we also have completed testing with the L5P charger. So now all of the Mach 2, Mach 1, and STR L5P, L5P chargers are available. Those product pages haven't been updated. This information so hot off the press, 
I literally haven't finished doing my real job of going over there and updating the product names and adding the documentation to the product pages. Believe me, the testing is done. It's available. Don't worry. Uh, again, these are the same turbos that have been out on the market for some time. Uh, just now they have, uh, like I said, we're retroactively trying to go back uh, and make sure everything has that appropriate testing uh, so that it's published and it's available. So even though the new law was just the new stuff, we thought we could go above and beyond and, and just get everything in the catalog. So and that, at the end that's of the what day, the project has been. That's really what we want to do for the customers is have that information out there and have that data so that they can see it. And, you know, places like California who potentially need a stock turbo replacement, they have that information to provide. Yeah. Carb. So I guess we could talk a little bit difference between an EO with carb and what 49 state testing is or federal testing is. Federal testing means you've met the EPA guidelines. So EPA has a specific test. Don't ask me the name of it. I've only written it down and asked it from my bosses about 150 times. Uh, but there, there's there's specific tests that you have to go and do to be able to meet these standards. And you have to measure it with specific equipment and gather specific data. Um, CARB has a very similar program but they're the ones who control it. And to get an EO, that's an executive order. That's an exemption from their emissions laws because California has their own set of emissions laws. Uh, that's California Air Resource Board, so CARB. They're the ones who write the rules so on, you got on their it. state. Um, just because you have met 49 state uh, or, or federal emissions standards and, and you have reasonable basis, you have proof, you have a test summary showing that you meet those standards – that doesn't give you a free pass into California. So turbos are still not available in Cali. It is what it is. Um, you know, I think all the California residents know what their rules are and they know how to follow them. Um, for us, uh, what we're really focused on is trying to get as much documentation recorded and available because we know what we're doing isn't harming emissions. We know what we're doing is, is benefiting the customers and the owners of these trucks and that they're going to be able to get the performance they wanted in a legal route, uh, which has been a problem for some of the companies out here recently. Oh, yeah. And we've seen that all over the place, too, uh, especially, you know, even a lot of our older customers uh, who have our turbos or, you know, one of our transmissions. They've been with other companies here before in the past, and they're, one, not getting the same amount of service because a lot of them are now out of business, but two, they're also looking at things in a different light now. They're starting to come around to that emissions on equipment. They're starting to look for that specific type of tuning and those calibrations because a lot of these guys are moving from, you know, their LB7s and their LLYs, and they're moving up to, you know, the new L5Ps and everything that's coming after it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Well said. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I think we've talked about it on the show before. Lots of companies have gotten fined by the EPA. We've had Corey Willis on. He he talked about his experience with it. We talked with Art Martinez about his experience. We talked with Mike Hanzuk up in Alaska, who's actually on house arrest uh, for- oh, No way. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike, Mike Hanzuk, uh, great guy. Uh, he's on house arrest uh, because he was a part owner in a company that over a three-year period, I want to say, made- Roughly a hundred grand uh, in in revenue from deletes, mm. uh, and as a part owner, even though the company was already closed down, he actually got charged with a felony conspiracy to defeat emissions equipment. Uh, and yeah, he was doing six months house arrest last time we talked to him. That was back in. You can go back and look in our catalog. Um, 
January, February, somewhere in that timeline. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was th- there's scary shit going on in the industry, right? It's a it's a it's a tough set of rules that everybody has to follow now, and they're being enforced over the last ten years, harsher and harsher and harsher. They're escalating the enforcement, uh, so you have to really make sure you 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 color inside the lines nowadays. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, okay, so we have some other cool stuff going on. Uh, when does this episode go live, Justin? The day after. So so you'll be listening to this as a listener. You will be listening to this the day after Labor Day. And if it's any later than that, why aren't you listening to it the day it's released? It's okay. I'm just joking. Um, we have a huge sale going on over at Calibrated Power Duramax Tuner. Massive sale. Just one one last hurrah of summer over here. I love it. Hit me with it. What do we got, Alex? So right now, one of the big things that we've got going on are the six-speed conversions, I believe, are currently on sale, correct? Boom. 250 off. Yep. So in addition to that, I think there was a little bit of talk of those L5P tuning. L5P remote tuning, L5P and L5D remote tuning packages, 25% off the ECM calibration. Actually, if you get ECM only on one of those, you can get it down for like 1800 bucks. You could actually tune it remotely. You don't got to pull the ECM. You could flash it in your driveway. It's a little bit longer of an install. It's not like putting a chip in, in your 7.3. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's probably the coolest L5P tuning product I've seen on the market. Yeah, and in addition to that, if you do get stuck with that remote tuning, you can always call in Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. One of our support reps will help you out with that. And in addition, if you need even more help after they've walked you through that, they can even remote into your computer for the flashing process. So, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you need help, we have real people here who actually want to help. You don't have to only email us or only send up smoke signals. You can actually talk to a real human being. Hey, we're here during normal business hours. We've got wives and lives at home. Uh, but you can actually talk to a real human being who can really help you, somebody who's actually an expert on the installation process, which is super handy. And then if we got a couple turbos on sale, so all of our third-gen Cummins turbos. So if you got an 03 to 07 Cummins, our 64s and our 67 G2s, those are both on sale right now, 20% off. Grab them while I still have inventory because I will tell you they have been selling like crazy Unbelievably. Lately. So I know I was talking to the guys down, uh, the actual turbo builders, uh, and they were they were super happy with my idea to run a sale. Uh, it wasn't my idea. Uh, they were super happy with the fact they were running a sale. Uh, they love working extra hours right up into Labor Day weekend. Uh, they don't think that there's anything better that they can do with their time. I'm just joking. The guys who work here actually love working here. Um, no, they 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 did comment to me though on on the insane amount of turbos they're having to build right now to try to keep up with with inventory. Yeah, and it, I'm pretty sure we're on track for one of our biggest years of the amount of turbos we've produced here. Absolutely. Uh, and then last but not least, LB7 chargers, 64 and 67 G2s. Those are 20% off as well. Like I said, grab them while we got them. Once we run out of those, it's going to be a little bit more, excuse me, a little bit more lag to really get inventory back up to where it should be on those. So if you want one now, buy it today, like the day you're listening to this, because I just walked through the shipping bay and I noticed the LB7 section was thinning. They're getting smaller and smaller. It's not out. I got a few left and we'll get more. Don't worry. So if you miss it, eh, you might have to wait a week or two. Um, but yeah, if you want one shipped right away, order it as soon as you're hearing this. It, it, it'll be well worth it. Uh, and that's it for the sale, man. That's, it's, a, it's a kick-ass sale, so we got a handful of products that are up. Uh, if you're looking for something else besides that, again, give an email over to Chris. Give a call into the shop. Uh, we'd be happy to help you with it. And, Paul, how long is the sale going for? 
we're going to run it all the way through September. So so the sale is on all month. Uh, so you can check it out at any time. But after that, uh, there will be no sale again all the way until Black Friday. So it's going to be a long pause uh, before we have anything else available. Uh, wanted to give a few other updates. Uh, guys, we had previously talked with Tim Mahoney and Anthony Brunetti about the DIY Till I Die LB7 truck. Um, dude, fuck that truck. That truck's so... it's it, He's got so <laughs> little money into it for how fun it is out sled pulling. And actually, the mechanic who, who helped him out, so they, they did some horse trading hey, on some of the parts they couldn't do. Favors like for favors, though. Not, yeah, there were some parts of the project that, like, as they got into it, they're like, well, we didn't mean to get into this, but since something's broken, we have to get into it. So they did some horse trading with one of the mechanics downstairs. Uh, the mechanic's the one who's been out sled pulling it. Yeah, he loves it. Jake, great guy, young dude. Uh, he's been out, I think his first hook was in this truck. His second hook was in this truck. And this weekend is the last weekend for ISP. That's a Illini State Pullers. That's the sled pull club we pull with. Um, it's their last pull of the year this weekend. He's taking it out again. He's going to drive yep. all the way to Pawpaw, which is a fuck you of a drive to get there from here. Uh, so he's going to take it all the way out Sunday this weekend. Do you know what else is going out Sunday? Explain to me, because I haven't heard yet. The return to Pawpaw, the big block Cummins. Ooh. Triple S500, dual 14 mil pumps, I don't know, garden hoses for injectors, 8.9 liter Cummins block, uh, 10 foot custom bed. It, it's, it's a truck that Nick initially designed to win the sled pull and dyno at UCC and then just be able to go down the drag race portion. Like, that was his strategy, and this is back in, like, I don't know, 16, 17, something like a long time ago from now. Um, the truck's never made it to UCC. One thing or another has happened. One year, the first year he was testing it, he took an 8.9 black. He stroked it to, like, a 10.2 or something ridiculous. <sighs> It windowed the block. So we still have the block around. It's ridiculous. It knocked the back half of the block off. Like, it, it exploded. Uh, then it took a year for the engine builder to, to build the engine. Uh, and then just by that time, and it was later than 16 or 17. It was probably like 19, 18 or 19. Um, by the time we actually got it all back together and running, it was like, well, the competition level at UCC has changed. It's like nowadays, if you're not going to go to UCC and make 3,000 horsepower on the dyno, you're a pretty far long shot from winning the dyno. Like, you, you just need the number, man. It just it has to be there. Uh, and this truck, while badass, I think it made, I think before it windowed the black, it was something ridiculous, like 1,600 horsepower and 3,000 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, and that's when it let go the first time. And obviously, it's been built since, and, and you, you know, it's not stroked anymore. It's a straight 8.9. Um, so, yeah, so so that truck, not last year, three years ago? I think three years ago, we took it out to Pawpaw for its first sled pull ever. That's the only time I've ever seen the truck run. And do we remember like, like how it did? Like, actually drive. Yeah, we remember how it did. Uh <laughs> Uh, our producer, Justin Tyson's in the room. He remembers how it did. It, one, it's the coolest sounded fucking truck I've ever heard. It, it Nothing sounds more like a jet than a triple S 508.9 liter running at full speed or at full tilt with a ridiculous sled behind it. It, it made a full pull. It has to pull an exhibition. It doesn't meet any of the class requirements to be in an actual class. Like it's a triple S 500 mm -hmm. and 
it's just it's insane build. Um, but yeah, it uh it, it ripped the it ripped the drive shaft out, the transfer case out, and I don't think I remember it doing any damage to the transmission itself. But but yeah, it came apart. Uh, it's underneath came up on on ground. Um, it, it's a it was a badass pull. It was so cool. Uh, but yeah, it definitely it was it was a rough rough ride. They just got it. They just got it back up and running. We had like done some stuff with it and like pulled the trans out of it and it sat forever. And and then and then one of the mechanics here, uh, Jaden, he's Jaden's been on the show. I think a couple times now. He's been getting riled up about it and poking Nick about it. Well, Nick finally came and approached him, I guess, the other day and said, "Hey, do you want to drive it at Paw Paw?" So that's the only place it's ever sled pulled was at Paw Paw. That's where it's going back to this weekend. 8.9 liter. Guys, by the time you're hearing this, we should already have the video out online of however it does. Uh, whether it makes it a foot or, or a thousand feet, uh, we'll we'll be posting content about it. Uh, but it, it is, I just rode around it in the parking lot and my fucking butthole's still puckered. <laughs> Love it. I am telling you, this thing is rowdy. Just the sounds it make, it makes... There's, there's just no there's no other way to describe it guys jump online i'm gonna ask uh our video guy and producer to go ahead and repost that video on instagram and facebook and mark will be at pawpaw this sunday uh we'll, we'll be putting that up so so yeah so by the time you guys see this it'll already be out there you should have already heard about it um I'm super, super fucking excited to see this thing run again. No, I'm excited to see it the first time. And you'd say that this is almost its redemption pull at this point, or? I don't think it's a first. Uh, redemption. I don't think anybody feels bad about what happened last time. It, it's, it, it's an insane build put to an insane task for nothing. It's pulling exhibition. There's no money. There's no pride. You're not com- competing with anybody but yourself in this situation. Um but yeah, it's. It might be its farewell tour. It might be its hello tour. We don't know. Like, like that's what I love about this is how much unknown is behind this pull. If this thing goes out there and it lays down a nasty pull and it completely stays together and nothing is wrong, then what on earth would stop us from from doing more to it and having it more suitable to do something even stupider come springtime? I'm excited, and I love stupid <laughs> shit. There's nothing I love more than stupid shit, and this. This is the pinnacle of stupid shit. I love it. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. Jump on over to the Facebook page. We'll have something up about it. If you haven't already, please go join Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group. And if you're not going to do that, at the very least, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast on anything but iTunes, I don't care. Uh, Just iTunes. Jump on over to iTunes. Give me me five stars. Say Paul uh, is the greatest podcast host of all time or something else totally honest and true. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Alex Hogue. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, This has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fuck this up.